Today on episode number 636 of the School of Podcasting, in the past, I've talked about the 27 steps to launch your podcast. You can find that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 27 steps. Today, I'm returning to that concept of how do you launch your podcast? Like when should you start the process? How long does it take to get into iTunes and other things involving your launch? Plus, we have a podcast rewind. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcaster, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, welcome aboard. Man, have you picked a good episode to show up on. What I do every single Monday is I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and get you on the road to podcasting and not just podcasting, podcasting in the right direction. And today I'm going to help you launch your podcast. Now, what's interesting about this is you might say, hey, isn't this a rerun? Because Dave, I remember back in the day, you did an episode. It was called the 27 steps to launch your podcast. And you know what? That's absolutely true. And yet this is almost completely different than that episode, because that talks about getting your idea, what microphone to buy, things like that. This is, I have a podcast. How do I get it going? I'm ready to go. I need to get this thing off of my hard drive and I want to get it into Apple podcasts and all the other fun filled things. So we're going to jump right into it. First things first, what is the goal of your podcast? And I ask people this on a regular basis and they're like, um, uh, and I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's back up a second. You need to know this. In other words, how are you going to know if it's successful? And I'll give you an example. I have a coupon. It's listener L I S T E N E R. And you can use that. And the only place you hear that or read that is in this podcast. And I would say about 80% of the people that sign up for the School of Podcasting and they use the coupon code LISTENER, uh, about 80% do. So that to me says this podcast is worth the time. Now, as I record this, I just spent 90 minutes going through what I'm going to say. So, and by the time I get done with this, it'll be another hour and a half. It'll take me about four hours from the minute I started this to the minute it goes out. And that's worth it because it brings me business. So you have to figure out what is the, what do I want my audience to do? Is it just a matter of, look, I've got to get the message out. So I just need a ton of downloads or is it a number of sales or is it to position you as an expert or is it to get you to be able to talk to people that really you have no business talking to? There are all sorts of benefits of podcasting. What is your goal? now? Now that you know where you want to go, does your podcast move you toward that goal? And you're like, well, huh? Well, yeah. So if the goal of your podcast is to help you build an email list, did somewhere in your show, did you say, hey, go out to the website and sign up for my email list and get my free gift where I tell you how to blah, 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 blah. Because if you didn't, that podcast is not moving you towards your goal. I do a podcast. It's called the podcast review show 
We'll talk about that in a minute. I do that with Eric K. Johnson. You might know him as the podcast talent coach, really good guy. And uh, if you ever want, both myself and Eric will go over your podcast with a fine tooth comb and he's going to really go over your content. I'm going to go over the technology. We kind of do a little bit of both, but a lot of times we see people and they'll fill out a form and they'll say, Oh, I want my podcast to do this. And we'll listen to their show. And you're like, um, remember how you said you wanted to do this yet? You didn't do any of that in your show. So what is the goal of your podcast? And does your actual content help you do that? If the goal of your podcast is to bring in consulting clients, does your audience know by listening to your show that you're available for consulting? A lot of people, I think myself included, do that. Did you know I will do one-on-one consulting? I don't mention it a whole lot. And that's why I say you have to let your audience know. And that means you kind of have to ever so slightly maybe promote yourself. So you might say something like, well, I was working with a client last week, you know, something of that nature. Uh, Now, the other thing I want to say here is, again, your podcast does not have to make money. A lot of people talk about making money with your podcast and who doesn't want more money. But if you're a person right now that's going, uh, here we are again, return on investment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Just, I'm just saying you don't have to make money with your podcast, but here's something else that you need to do. And I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Has someone who is your target audience given you honest feedback? And that's why we have the podcast review show. But I will say something about that. In some cases, I may not be your target audience. I will give you honest feedback. But in some cases, uh, we're not your target audience. But I think we're professional enough to know that. But this is not a giant commercial for the podcast review show. I'm just saying that's an example. And so if you can find somebody, and I always kind of jokingly say, not name mom, to give you honest feedback. Just say, hey, can you listen to this and talk to me about it like I'm not in the room? And then bring an extra set of skin because it makes no sense at this point to move forward if your show isn't any good. Now, realize, and this is the other thing I want to say right here, right up front, there is nothing you can do to stop this. When you listen to episode one, it's not going to be as good as episode 10. Case in point, I just started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. And so I was listening to the episode with Elon Musk and I was going through his back catalog because that's what people do when they find your show. They go, Hey, what else has he done? And he interviewed a comedian that I like named Tom Sigorov. I think something like that. Tom something. I recognize his face more than his name. And I went and listened to it. This was a really early episode. It started off with Joe arguing with his producer going, no, I can't hear myself in the headphones. What? What? Are we rolling? Oh, we're good. It was horrible. I mean, it was horrible. I'm like, where's the editor here? So I say that to say that no matter what you do, when you launch your podcast, when you listen to episode one, you're probably going to cringe. And if you don't cringe, you waited too long. So the other thing that you should do, and this is going to make a lot of people go, ooh, have you checked to see if you are unique? Ooh, huh. Now, let me give you an example of this. One of the things I mean by this is, have you checked to see if anyone 
is using your name. Now, again, you're going to say, oh, God, he's going to say it again. I do a show called the Podcast Review Show with Eric K. Johnson, podcastreviewshow.com. And guess what? Somebody else started a show, and guess what they named it? You guessed it, the Podcast Review Show. Now, what's interesting is I went into their RSS feed, found their email, and sent them an email and said, hey, um, you want to knock that off, please, before we get some legal people involved? And they, uh, yeah, it bounced back. They don't even have a real kind of email in their RSS feed. And I actually think it's hilarious. I did a search in Apple Podcasts, and there are five shows named Outside the Box. Let's let that one sink in just a little bit, shall we? Yeah, the show Outside the Box has five people that went, you know what would be a good name for this? Uh, I was just listening to The Feed by Elsie Escobar and Rob Walsh, and Elsie said that there are six shows named The Feed. So if you name your show identical to another show, not only may you be opening the door to a legal action, but these people have a head start, and they have more people that have subscribed to your show, and we'll be talking about subscriptions a little bit later and how that's important, but they have a head start. And so when people type in outside the box, chances are if the first person didn't completely horribly just their podcast, they probably have more subscribers than you do. And I don't know, go back to the drawing board and maybe come up with a new name. And that's hard. I will say that because there are a lot of golf podcasts. There are a lot of real estate podcasts it just it's it's hard but on the other hand don't let that don't let that stop you if somebody already has your name keep that in mind now what do you need keyword here need not want what do you need to launch a podcast well number 1 you need artwork and i will say this i uh i've been working for libsyn l i b s y n dot com it's a uh, the oldest largest podcast media hosting company for 2 years I was a customer of theirs for 10 years, and the number one thing, and when I remember when I first started, I was like, what? How is artwork related to this? And I'm just here to tell you, artwork is a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to messing up your podcast. I was just amazed. And I've seen it where a, uh, your podcast won't update. You go in, they don't have the right specs of the artwork. You fix the artwork, things get fixed. I'm just, I don't get it either. I'm just here saying, check your artwork. So what is that? Number one, it has to be square. Now, square means every single side is the same length. It's not a rectangle. It's not a triangle. It's a square. And it has to be a minimum size of 1,400 by 1,400. And it can go all the way up to 3,000 by 3,000. That's the dimensions. But the file size is, uh, it has to be 500 kilobytes or less. And that's usually the thing that people miss. They will get the square thing, but they'll send me, somebody sent me one last week. It was 10 megabytes. That is 20 times the size that it needs to be. So failure to meet these specifications can get you rejected when you submit your show. Uh, it can cause your show not to update. And in some cases, I had somebody last week They said they got removed from Apple, and we'll be talking about that in a minute. So number one, you need artwork that meets Apple specifications. And why Apple? Because almost everybody then followed suit and used Apple's specs. So when you get into Google Podcasts and all these other places, you're going to use the same artwork. Number two, 
a valid RSS feed. Now, we're not going to get into what is an RSS feed, because if you click on it, it's a bunch of code. But that gobbledygook, when you put it into an app, is translated into something that you go, oh, look, I can click on a button and listen to this. But you need a valid RSS feed. And that feed will have in it a description of your show. It's going to have a place for you to put in the author or better known as your, you know, you, the host, uh, categories and an email address. And this is typically entered in either your media host or whatever tool you're using to create your RSS feed. So let's say you're using the PowerPress plugin or you're using Libsyn or Podbean or things like that. And that leads us to number three. You need a media host. And I know that right now there are a lot of you going, Dave, I'm uh, I'm actually hosting my files on HostGator. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky if you aren't having issues. Uh, again, I was a Libsyn customer for 10 years before I was a customer, before I was a uh, an employee. And I just feel they're the best. That's, of course, and I'm not saying that because I work for them. Uh, and I have a link out in the show notes where you can go to a post where I talk about SoundCloud and Podbean and all that other stuff. Just here's a quick note. Stay away from Anchor or any other free media hosts. I've seen free media hosts multiple times in my 13 years of podcasting. And in a nutshell, it always ends badly. Now, is Anchor going to break the the rules on that? They might. I don't think so. So far from what I've seen, I'm not impressed. But you do need a media host. Because I've I've helped people move off where they get popular. And then their web host says, hey, GoDaddy, hey, HostGator, hey, whatever, Bluehost. Uh, my server over here is going, hey, and uh, you need to move. Okay, now the other thing you need is one, one, just one, upload. You need a published episode. And so what I mean by this is you can't upload 10 episodes and have them as a draft submit your show to apple and for today i'm just going to keep saying apple when i say apple you know i need google podcasts and tune in and stitcher and all the other things but we're just going to say apple they're the big cahoon at this point so you can't submit an empty podcast to these places and then flip the switch because apple will look at that and go because there's no episodes in it you got to have one And while many people will tell you that you need to launch with three or four, 10 or 30 episodes, I'm here to tell you that you can launch with as many as you want, as long as you know that when people subscribe to your show, they do not, I repeat, they do not automatically download. So let's say you launch with three, somebody subscribes to your show, you don't get three downloads, you get one. And your audience has to go back and manually download episodes two and three. And so people always ask me, well, how many should I launch with? I kind of like Paul Culligan's idea, put out a really, really good episode one and say, I've got more of this gold coming. You want to subscribe right now so that the minute it's out, you get it and have a really good tease. Next week, I'm going to show you how to blah, blah, blah. And people are like, man, I want to blah, blah, blah. I'm subscribing right now. If you have the right material, that will work. Some people say you should 
launch with at least three because that builds a deeper connection. So now that when they hear that first episode and they're like, I want more blah, 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 they can go and download, assuming they know their app, episodes two and three. I get that, understand that, kind of agree with that too. And here's one of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, launch. La- well, one or three, launch. In the end, does it really matter? Launch. Just launch. But it should it be seven or, or eight? Wait, launch. Launch. Push the button and launch. Because in the end, in the end, eight months from now, it won't really matter i'm just telling you all right so now let's talk about all right dave i got my three episodes i'm good to go how do i do this and i see a lot of people picking a launch date so like as i record this right now it's september 16th and if i say i want this out by the 20th you got a whole big problem you can't pick a date and force your podcast into that date This is kind of like picking a time for Thanksgiving dinner here in the United States, and you've never cooked a turkey before. You need to have knowledge of how long it takes you to cook the bird, and that's what I'm going to give you today. And likewise, you wouldn't call everyone to the table, hey, everyone, lunch is served, uh, if the bird wasn't done yet, because they would all, they're starving. I mean, let's face it, by the time the turkey is done, we're starving, And so we all run to the table, we fight over the best seats, and then you go, uh, hey, where's the food? You're like, what? Oh, yeah, it's not done yet. But you just said the turkey's done. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I forgot about the the thing. You want to avoid the where's the turkey situation. And last, I think it was last week, might be two weeks ago at this point, I spent uh, a little time with Rob Walsh, who is the vice president of podcaster relations at Libsyn, uh, and we were at a place called content marketing world and I'm going to, I agree with Rob's what Rob says. So this is a little bit of combination of what I have to say and what Rob said. And I've always said it, it takes, you know, at least two weeks to publish your first episode to get ready to launch your show. And Rob brought up a good point. He said, you should plan it out a month in advance. And I went, Hmm, you know what? That's a good point because things have changed since the early days of podcasting. There are more places to be listed. There are more T's to cross and more I's to dot. And while it might take, I don't know, three to five days to be listed in Apple. And in some cases it might take a day. It's super quick. In some cases it takes a few extra days for the artwork to show up. Don't know why. Even if in some cases it's because you guessed it, they have the the wrong specifications, but in some cases, even if it's, you know, it meets the specs, like the artwork shows up the next day. And in some cases, uh, it might even take more time before you're shown in the search results. It's just, you. it takes time to get indexed. And so here again, it's not something where you can submit it to Apple and it's in there tomorrow, good to go. It You need at least a week. And in some cases, my worst case scenario, it took two weeks once to get somebody listed in Apple Podcasts. That's one thing you need to know. It's people it's humans back there doing this and especially as we record this uh this is september when we get close to turkey time and christmas time uh there's a time when apple goes hey we're leaving for the month we'll see you later so if you want to show in january now would be a really good time to hop up on that 
So the other thing you have to keep in mind, you want to have your show listed in as many apps as possible. So right now, again, September 2018, I recommend Apple, that's the big kahuna, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. Now, if it's still alive and you got five minutes to kill, Google Play Music. But as I write this, Google Play Music is kind of on a respirator. And in reality, I wouldn't worry about it. I would really focus more on Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts, hopefully, is the future for podcasting at Google. Uh, Google Play Music, I don't think even has music in it anymore. Uh, it's really in bad shape. So I really wouldn't worry about that. But that's the biggies. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. And we'll talk a little more about other places you can list. And But right now, that's where I would start. And the reason I say you need to be everywhere, because again, I'm giving you my opinion, but I also want to give you the why so you can decide, do you agree with me or not? And that is people get comfortable with their apps and their devices. Like right now, I have an iPhone. I love Overcast. I just love it. Nothing against Apple Podcasts. I love Overcast. And so if somebody said to me, Hey, I've got this new podcast out. It's all about podcasting and uh, it's only available on Stitcher. Well, guess what? I'm not listening to your show because I listen to my podcast in Overcast. And granted, I could go over to Stitcher and subscribe to your show and anytime I wanted to listen to it. But when I go on these trips to to go speak at places, I'm in the car listening to podcasts and I've got my playlist and it just plays the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. And now I got to stop that, go over and and hit Stitcher? No, not going to happen. And so just keep that in mind. And it costs nothing but a few minutes to submit your show to these places. So you want to have things like your description. Remember I said you need a description? Copy and put that in Word or Notepad or something like that. Copy and paste your RSS feed. Uh, have your, your artwork there. Uh, have your email there. Everything that you need to have your RSS feed valid. Have that ready, and when you go to submit it to all these places, and I'll have links to tutorials on uh, things you can do that. Plus, I have tutorials at the School of Podcasting that show you how to submit to these different directories, and you only do them once. So one thing I want to mention here is iTunes. You do not upload things to Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Take your pick. Uh, the Apple wants us to now call it Apple Podcasts, not Apple iTunes. But your media host that we talked about, Apple Podcasts is just a mirror. It, it mirrors what you have in your media host. So you actually don't upload things to Apple Podcasts. But uh, when you upload it, your subscribers will get your information almost instantly as soon as their phone updates or whatever device they're using. It may take 24 hours for your episode to show up in Apple Podcasts, which is kind of weird because you'll be looking at your listing and you go, hey, where's the latest episode? And then you subscribe, and there it is. So don't freak out. One of the best things you can do, especially as you do this, and you're getting ready to launch your podcast, subscribe to your own show. And I know you're like, why would I do that? I mean, I just spent four hours creating that episode. Why do I want to hear it again? Because when you wake up in the morning and you see your episode there in your app, you know that your media host is working. And if there's any kind of issue, it's with... Apple, it's with Stitcher, it's whatever, because the technology is working. Your episode got delivered. So once you're in 
all these different directories, and then you want to pick your date. And I know before we get off that, one more thing about this, the reason some people want to have everything like, let me put my episodes and I'll flip a switch and I'll be in Apple as soon as possible because I've only got eight weeks to be in new and noteworthy of Apple podcasts. And can I just say right now, we're going to talk about this common myths about launching right now. The Apple charts are really in pretty sad shape. They're either not updating, they're being gamed. And basically the validity of them is under somewhat serious question. They're doing a few things to clean things up. But the other thing is you don't get much of a boost being in these places. So do not worry about new and noteworthy. And yes, I just threw open my mouth just a little bit, just that phrase, because I've seen people do really stupid things trying to get in a new and noteworthy. So once you have your podcast listed in every place, you then, you then pick your date and you can start building the buzz around your launch. And yeah, I guess you could kind of start doing this as you're submitting your show to directories and say, Hey, I'm, I'm working on a podcast. I've got an episode. If you'd like to hear it, I'd really love your feedback. And you could do that and then say, I'll let you know when it's in and it's ready to go. And, and one of the things I always like to say, my background, one of my backgrounds is I was a musician and I help people with music marketing and a musician is not going to plan a CD release party. Remember those? They're not going to plan their CD release party or an author. They're not going to set up like a book reading or an autograph session or a meet the author kind of thing until they have their CD, until they have their book in hand. That would be kind of silly to go, hey, um, I'm going to, uh, it's September 16th. Yeah, let's do the uh, the book signing over at Borders. And somebody goes, great, um, just ship us over your books. And you go, yeah, um, I don't have any yet. Uh, they should be here though by then. What? That's That doesn't sound like a good plan. You want to have your podcast available. So I strongly suggest you do not pick your date until you are listed in these directories. Forget about the eight weeks. Forget about new and noteworthy. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But once you're ready, then pick your date. And the reason you want to pick a date is you want all of your friends, your families, your cousins, your second cousins, anybody you know to subscribe relatively close to the same time. And that is the next thing you want to do. You pick your date and then you teach your audience how to subscribe. So one of the worst things you can do is just say, hey, I'm in Apple Podcasts. Okay, what you really just said is, hey, you have a one in 550,000, maybe 600,000 by the time you listen to this, you have a one in 600,000 chance of finding my show. Now, there is a search mechanism. It's not great. So what you want to do is you want to show them how to subscribe. Go to, in my case, schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. You can subscribe to my show. You can text SOP. 231996, and I will send you links to subscribe. That's through a company called Slick Text. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Slick Text, it's free to sign up. You want to make it super easy for them to subscribe. You can actually take screenshots on your iPhone. You just hold down the button on the right-hand side of the iPhone and press the home button, and it's very similar. On an Android phone, you press the volume down button, 
and the power button at the same time. If basically hold it for a second and your phone will take a screenshot. And then you can basically just email those photos to yourself uh, as an attachment and then, you know, use them on a, on a web page to show people how to subscribe. You want to guide your audience into being subscribers. And what this is like, because let's say you go into Home Depot, and Home Depot here in the States is a huge, it's got everything in it. You want a bathtub, they got it. You want bug killer, they got it. You want to build a house, they got it. It's everything is at Home Depot. I often feel like I should take a bus route over to, I don't know, like the tool section. They're huge. And so if I walk into Home Depot and there's Troy there in his, uh, you know, he's got his um, apron on and I go, hey, Troy, what's up? Uh, Where are the plastic tarps? I'm going to be doing some painting. I need to put down some plastic tarps. Now, if Troy looks up and says, uh, oh, they're in aisle eight. Oh, thanks. And I look up and I'm like, I can't. All the signs are in Spanish. I'm not bilingual. I'm like, oh, oh, whatever. I, I guess I'll just start walking. Now. What that's like me saying, oh, uh, yeah, my show, it's an Apple podcast. Oh, thanks, Troy. Great. Wonderful. All right. Now, um, what if I, I walk over and as I'm trying to find the plastic tarps, I see another dude and uh, his name's Wayne. And I go, uh, hey, Wayne, I'm looking for plastic tarps. You guys get any plastic tarps? And he goes, oh, yeah, they're in aisle eight. Follow me. And so I follow Wayne over and he's like, oh. Here's uh here's one. How big do you need it? Um, like what, six feet? I go, yeah, that'd be cool. He takes it off the shelf, puts it in my hand. Does Troy know that he got a sale today? Nope. He hopes so. Wayne knows that he just made a sale because it's in my hand. All I got to do now is walk to the front and check out. We want subscribers. We don't want to say I'm in aisle eight. We want to say, let me show you how to subscribe because. Right now, 83% of people are not listening to podcasts on a weekly basis, and we got to get those people subscribed. And I don't know if I'm going to talk about it this week. We might talk about this next week. I've got an idea for International Podcasting Day, but that's the next step. Pick your date, teach your audience how to subscribe. Now, here's another tip. If you're using an iPhone, and I'm sorry to all you Android people, you're like, enough with the iPhone talk. You can go to Facebook Live. Like on your computer, if you have a little camera or something like that. And if you, I got to make sure my phone's not around, but if you say to the woman on your phone, uh, hey, um, you know, Sandy, although it's not Sandy, um, subscribe to the name of your show. Many times she gets it right. Not all the time. This is where if you have a show like, you know, Jollypreneur or whatever, uh, that's not when you make up a word for your podcast, the, uh, the, the woman on your phone may not like it or the Googles may not like it. So I'm not sure if that works on an Android device. If you can ask, uh, the Googs, uncle Google, if, uh, they will subscribe to your podcast, if they do it in Google podcast, that would be cool. But if you could make a video showing people how easy it is to subscribe on an iPhone, at least that would be cool. Again, you want to just put your podcast in their hand and send them towards the cashier. Now I kind of left something out. I'm saying, Hey, send them to your website where you have directions on how to teach them how to subscribe. That means you need at least a domain name. Now I recommend you have your own website and 
Often, if you use somebody like Libsyn or Podbean or Spreaker or whoever, Blueberry, WordPress, usually you have some sort of website. But let's say you use something, whatever it is, and your website is really horrible subdomain dot media host dot com. And that's not horrible. It's just not the most professional thing when it only costs, I don't know, a buck a month to have your podcast name.com, right? So that way, when you can say, hey, if you need to subscribe, just go over to myawesomewebsite.com or whatever. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe as opposed to schoolofpodcasting.mediahost.com. Now, I realize in some cases you don't have the budget for that. And again, that's not absolutely horrible sounding, but it's super easy to buy a domain name. You can go over to coolerwebsites.com or godaddy.com or Namecheap or whatever. Uh, Coolerwebsites.com is my GoDaddy reseller. Uh, But bare minimum, buy a domain name and point it at wherever you are hosting your podcast so somebody doesn't have to say, oh, yeah, just uh, Google the name of the show and you'll find it because now again, you're back to, oh, I hope they find it. You don't want people to hope they find you. You want to give them the most direct path, and you can do that with a domain name. The other thing you want to do, get your social media ready to go. So make sure whatever you're using, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, make sure you have graphics. Um, There is a tool that used to be really, really cool, and I'm kind of like, mm, that's not a good sign. As I record this tonight, uh, thunderclap.it was a cool tool where you could go to your friends and say, Hey, can you grant me access to put a tweet, et cetera, et cetera, on your social? And what it did is you would basically make one post, and instead of it showing up here on Facebook and then later on Twitter, it shows up on everybody's social at the same time. So all of a sudden, bam, it just seems like every place you go, somebody's talking about Dave's show again. And so it wasn't free. They had a free version, but it was a pretty cool service. And I always told people, if you had the budget, it sounded like a really cool idea. And it was thunderclap.it. And as I go to it right now, it's kind of like missing in action. And I, I actually did some search tonight to find an alternative and couldn't find one. So this is where you might want to make your own. And this is where you can have an email list uh, to sign up and you could use something like MailChimp or whatever, or, you know, on your Facebook, whatever, just say, Hey, here is the, here's the tweet. I've, I've made the tweet already. And here's the artwork. Everybody copy and paste this at, you know, when you wake up eight in the morning on this day, please put this tweet out, you know, or I'm going to tweet this out. Please retweet it. Whatever it takes, try to get everybody that you know to send out your stuff on social. All right. Last up, get your attitude in check. If you want your podcast to be a business, and again, it doesn't have to be. If all you want to do is hang out with your three buddies from high school and you want to talk about whatever, you know what, do that because that is priceless. Maintaining a friendship is probably more rewarding in some cases than trying to launch a business. And here's why. 
Uh, if you're going to run this as a business, uh, Todd Cochran talks about how when he started Geek News Central, he had two years, two years to turn this thing to make a profit. And so that means you should probably write out a business plan. Now, you don't need to go to like I mean, whatever Office Max and buy a business plan software, but you should write down, number one, how are you going to be different? How are you going to be better and how are you going to be more successful than your competition? Because these are things you need to think about if you're going to use your podcast in a business. And I will say that the longer I'm into this particular field here of podcasting, I see where people are using it to help promote a business, not usually to be a business. Normally, you don't make a lot of money with your media files. You're promoting other products and things like that but it's years. And, you know, as a person who wants you to start a podcast, I realize that the fact that I say, Hey, it's going to take years in many cases, three to generate a sizable income that a lot of you just went, well, that's I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Uh, there's a great book called beyond powerful radio by Valerie Geller. She's the one that I often quote about the whole, there is no such thing as too long, only too boring. And she's the one that says it takes three years to build an audience on the radio. And Will Schroeder is the founder. He's the CEO of startups.co. He says it takes at least four years just to get pointed towards a real business. Now he's talking about startup companies, but again, if you're starting your podcast to generate income, it's a startup company. And according to a post on Quora, so take this with a grain of salt, uh, Amazon started in July of 1994. They reported their first profit. Want to guess that one? Amazon started in 1994. They started having a profit in uh, 2004. 10 years for Amazon to make the profit. So I'm just saying that again to get your attitude in check. Many things that I, I, as I was doing research on that, I saw a lot where 18 months, it takes 18 months to break even for many people. So what I'm trying to say here is get ready for the long haul. This is not a sprint. This is not, I'm going to quit my job in six weeks. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So the other question we, I get about this a lot is how many downloads should my podcast get? And I've said this in the past, my equation for downloads is how much value is in your episode and how much do you promote that? When you take the value and you multiply it by your promotion, that equals the total number of downloads. So if you have no value because you didn't take the time to figure out if your show is good, but you put it in all these directories and you're promoting it on social and you're paying for Facebook ads and Google ads and LinkedIn ads and newspaper ads and billboards. Well, you've only let the world know that your show isn't very good quicker. Likewise, if you have a really good show, wow, where's this thing been? And you don't promote it. Your show will grow, but it will grow much, much slower. So as we kind of wrap up this I realize rather lengthy kind of session here. What is the goal of your podcast? Does your podcast move towards your goal? Have you checked to see if you're unique, especially your name? You need artwork, an RSS feed, 
a media host in at least one episode published to submit your show to Apple, to TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. I've got these all listed out in the show notes. Your podcast launch schedule, you should probably plan a month ahead. So if I wanted this launched on Halloween, I would want to start this September 30th because it takes days and days to get listed. And there are many things that can go. I don't know why it's taking so long. It just is. So once you get listed everywhere, then pick your date, teach your audience how to subscribe, get your social media ready to go, get your attitude in check, and then launch. And as we start to lift off here, let's talk about some of the things that people are doing when they launch their podcast that are not great. And one of them is using the wrong tool for the job. You don't paint with peanut butter. It's just, you can, it just doesn't work out very well. So for me, any podcaster who hosts their media on a web host instead of a media host, it's a wrong tool for the job. Uh, Free media hosts, wrong business model for the job. And companies that minor in podcasting like Squarespace and SoundCloud, SoundCloud is a music service. Squarespace is a website platform. The other thing is only promoting Apple. I go to people's websites and the only button they have is subscribe and Apple Podcasts. I understand it's the big one, but keep in mind in May of 2018, according to, I'll hold this note forever until I get the website, uh, statista.com. 54.4% of U.S. smartphone subscribers were using a Google Android device. And that number is even bigger in Europe. So you got to have something for Android people if you want to grow your audience. As I mentioned earlier, I see a lot of people pick a launch date just a few days from whenever from today. And they don't understand the time frame. Horrible titles of episodes. I mentioned this in a lot of episodes, but... If I put School of Podcasting, episode 636, Apple Podcasts will remove the phrase School of Podcasting because, well, hello, Dave. If you look at my show in Apple Podcasts, right above my episode name is the name of my show, which is School of Podcasting. So Apple's like, what are you doing? It's already there. So uh, put your episode number. And, And I guess that's the other thing. Talking about using the right tool. If your service that you're using to make your feed, gives you the ability to put in information just for Apple, like the episode number and things like that. Put that in there. It takes all of two seconds. The other thing I see a lot of people do is overthinking, well, everything. The whole, should it be five episodes or three? And, you know, what font should I have? Should it be 17 point or 18 points? Like, easy. You know, now the other thing, so there's, in one hand, you overthink everything. And then you have the opposite. They don't think about it at all. And you're like, wait, hold on. You want to do what with the what? And this is where sometimes it's just great to get a a second opinion. And especially somebody who has a podcast. This is where, you know, I would love to talk to you and help you avoid some of this stuff. Um, Another one is not knowing how to use your equipment. And you're like, but Dave, I just, I just bought it. Well, what it is, again, take some time and practice, record a couple episodes and throw them away. And a lot of times it's not that the equipment is bad. 
I know I bash the Blue Yeti a lot in the Blue Snowball. And technically, these aren't bad microphones, but I just saw I was playing with Twitch today and there was a group of three guys and they were sitting around a card table in the in the middle of the table was the Blue Yeti and they sounded horrible. And every time somebody touched the table, uh, it made a horrible noise. So that's not the greatest tool. And so take some time to get to know your equipment. Another one is I see people think that the ultimate guide to success and why their launch is so important that without a big launch, they're not going to have success. And I always say, that's kind of like saying, if I have a big wedding and spend lots and lots of money on the the wedding, that that will lead to a happy marriage. And that is not true. So keep that in mind. While And, and please don't think that I'm saying don't do a big launch. I I mentioned about having all your social and just when you finally get that date, go, 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 go. But just realize, I mean, I have a book in, in Amazon and I always thought, Oh, if I could just have a book in Amazon, no, getting the book in Amazon was the easy thing. Getting people to read it. That's a whole other story. And lastly, as I record this, Apple is going through and removing shows for having spam for lack of a better phrase in the title of their episode for having spam in the author field, things like that. And here's the really frustrating part. There are no guidelines. So if I had, let's say school of podcasting, and then I put like that straight bar that's underneath the backspace key on your keyboard and put making money, Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Zig Ziglar, which is always fun because Zig Ziglar has been dead for like three years. So, you know, that might be that would probably get me eliminated from Apple. In some cases, you don't get an email; you're just gone. Uh, I actually changed the name of the school of podcasting. It used to say uh, "Helping You Plan, Launch, and Grow Your Podcast," and now it just says "School of Podcasting" because I'm not sure exactly what's getting people kicked out. When you get kicked out, you have to email Apple. Uh, let's say they, they actually do email you because in some cases they do. They're like, hey, we removed you. And you're like, hey, thanks, great. Uh, then you email them and say, why? And they go, because you did this. And then you fix that stuff and you go back and say, okay, I fixed it. And they list you. Now, the bad news is by the time you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, it's about a week, if not a little more. So if you're, again, trying to get up the charts or whatever you're you're getting advice it just says yeah just stuff all your keywords in here as somebody who sees a lot of podcasts and i had probably three so far this month and i know a couple more people that uh, are seeing the same thing podcasts are getting pulled from apple for people just trying to kind of game the system again so don't game the system focus on your listener focus on your audience find out what they want, give it to them. And when it comes to your launch, again, do whatever you can to get everybody to subscribe as quickly as possible and then get ready for the marathon. Speaking of launching things into space, how about growing our numbers a little more? I uh, We have a private Facebook group at the School of Podcasting and one of the members is Carrie Porter Bond. And you can find her at bondfirestudios.com. She's getting ready to release a show all about Key West. And I, we were talking about how 
you know, this 83% of people that currently aren't listening to podcasts. And the reason they give is one is like, what's a podcast? And that number's pretty small, but there are still people like, what? A, a pod who? And then there are people that are like, uh, I don't know how to subscribe to a podcast, or which you can always send them to learn to subscribe.com. And then the third reason is, I don't know, why should I start listening to podcasts? And so these people don't know what they're missing. And so Carrie went out to her Facebook list. And she said, uh, list a random interest that others don't realize you have, you know, something you love doing or learning about. And then she put in parentheses, I have something for you. And so what I'm going to do and what's really cool is, and I have a video on this, but people went out and listed things like, I like the banjo. Well, here's a banjo podcast. I, uh, I like to sleep. Oh, here's a sleeping podcast. I like history. Here's a history podcast. Uh, I like ukuleles. Here's a ukulele podcast. I like words. Here's grammar girl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a podcast for that. So we're helping them see here's what you're missing. And so what I am proposing to you why don't we all do this? If you're like, what am I going to do on September 30th for International Podcast Day? I'm saying, let's do that. We should all on our Facebook groups say, hey, what is something that you like? Some random interest that others don't realize you have, you know, something you love doing or learning about. I have something for you. And I actually was helping her with this as I saw this start to grow. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And when the guy said banjo, I just went to Googs, you know, Uncle Goog. Hey, Unc, Googs, the Googs. You know, we call him the Googs. Hey, Googs, uh, you know, like, what's a banjo podcast? And he's like, here's like seven. And I went for the one with the best artwork. So again, they may not know what they're missing. And if we can just say, here, click on this and listen, we might be able to grow. Maybe not so much podcasts our podcast audience, although it would be a really good time to say, I also do one of these and give them a link to your podcast. Know anybody that might be interested in blah, 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 a lot of blah, blah, blah on the show today, but you get the idea. And I want to do this. I'm proposing that you and I do this on September 30th of this year, which is right around the corner. And you know what else is right around the corner? The question of the month this Friday, the 21st, so International Podcast Day is two weeks. Uh, it's basically roughly, depending on, of course, on when you listen to this, September 30th, 2018. And if you're listening to this after International Podcast Day, do it today. It's a cool little thing to get your audience involved, your family, your friends, your cousins. Because I've said, if we can just start with our family, friends, and cousins, that will help. And so this Friday, the 21st, is the last day you have to turn in your answer for the question of the month. And the question of the month is... If one is, wow, I love podcasting, and 10 is, I've had it, I'm done, no more podcasting. If one is, yay, and 10 is, where are you on a scale from 1 to 10, and why? And if you want to record something, you can email it to me, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Please put September question in the subject line, that way it doesn't get lost in the eight billions in emails I get. And, uh, or you can go out to school of podcasting.com. There are other many, many other ways to contact me. You can call me 888-563-3228. You can click on the speak pipe, however you want to do it. School of slash contact. And again, the question of the month, I need it by 
September 21st, 2018. One is good, 10 is bad. I look forward to hearing from you. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. I appeared on the podcasting for Radio Dummies podcast with Ed Ryan. Here's a quick clip. Now, the two uh, podcasts that I listen to, the one that you do alone, the one that you do with uh, with Jim, and mm-hmm. you, and G- you and Jim are naturals together. It's uh, surprising to me, as I said to him, that you're not somewhere on the radio. You sound that good together. H- how did that come about? It was hilarious. Okay, so Ask the Podcast Coach was, again, one of these shows I started as a test, and I was testing live platforms. I was playing with Blog Talk Radio. I was playing with Mixler and Spreaker and a couple other ones. And... Uh, People started showing up and it's the worst time ever, 1030 Eastern on a Saturday morning. But that was the time I usually, you know, kind of got going on a Saturday and I was just doing it solo. And of course, when you do a live show, especially if you're expecting it to rely on your audience, well, when you first start, you don't have an audience. right? So I'm like, hey, go ahead and call in and just crickets, you know. And, And so I was talking about topics. And and Jim just said, hey, you look kind of like you're struggling there. You want me to to pop in? And I'm like, I've never – here's another test. I've never had a co-host. So sure, hop on in. And, uh, you know, the magic started happening. Then the next week, I was, hey, that was kind of fun. You want to you wanna do that next week? And we just have it. We keep doing it next week for the – it's over probably three years now. Hey, before we head out to the door, I want to let you know – that I am going to be speaking in November at DC PodFest. I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get to do a presentation called Three Things That Every Podcaster Needs and it has nothing to do with microphones, bandwidth or downloads and uh new location this year, but uh really looking forward to it. And then in October, mate, right, good day. Uh October 18th through the 20th uh, of October, I already mentioned that I will be in Australia at We Are Podcast 2018. I'm looking forward to. The, I'm not looking forward to the 20 hour plane ride, but I am looking forward to hanging out with people like Pat Flynn and Jordan Harbinger and Ronsley and the whole team. Uh, that's going to be fun. And so that's uh, what's coming up next week. In the podcast. Now, I've been talking about how I'm going to be reviewing the Tascam U242, and uh, I'm going to be working with their tech support because my review right now would not be a very positive one. So, I'm going to work with their tech support this week to go, hey, just so you know, I'm doing this and that didn't work, and this and the thing there, and the, in the, mm, uh uh-uh. So, that would be my review right now. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and we also will have it because of my podcast story. I haven't had one of these in a while. If you can answer that question because of my podcast blank. Speaking of Australia, here's a quick clip from Michael. Because of our podcast, we are able to continue our travels, which is absolutely amazing. And what I think is interesting about this story, the podcast that we initially started, the family travel podcast, isn't what's enabling us to travel. And what's enabling them to travel? Well, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe and you'll get that episode the minute it is available. Or if you're in the U.S., just text SOP to 31996. That again is SOP to 31996. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to start your podcast, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. 
Use the coupon code LISTENER, and I will see you on the inside. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.